Let's do this. I'm, I'm so excited. I'm nervous. It's like the first time. <laughs> Hopefully it lasts longer. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the Formula America podcast. We're your host, Kurt and Dylan, and it has been a while. It's we got to knock minute. the rust back off. <laughs> so full disclosure, the last podcast that we had, which was about a month ago, was not intended to be our final podcast of the year by any means. But no. then I was plagued by two separate illnesses back to back, which concluded with me getting the flu and feeling like I was about to die. And I'm just happy to be alive right now. <laughs> but we're back. I was rooting for the illness. He promised me his Mazda if he went. So <laughs> I did not promise. You <laughs> that was all the motivation I needed to get my ass off the couch and go to the doctor. <laughs> Well, yeah, it's oh, been a man. hot minute, man. I'm excited to get back at it. I know our listeners have been just checking every day Chomping for when we're going to just just wait <laughs> for us. There's been so much news. Yeah, there actually hasn't. It's been there, pretty, honestly. Pretty this is a good time to go down and not do a yeah. podcast because honestly, not much happened. But we wanted to hop on today because we've got a lot of craziness. We've got basically three quarters of the grid is going to be out of a contract next year at the end of 2024. So as we're going into this 2024 season, we kind of wanted to get on and see which of the 15 drivers are expiring. 15 drivers, that's crazy, are expiring at the end of this year. Uh, kind of what that means, who we think is going to stick around, who's going to be moving around, because there's definitely going to be some switching going on, and kind of who's going to get left out in the cold. Because I think we might have a couple drivers that are going to you know, right off into the sunset at the end of this year. Yeah, I couldn't agree more. I mean, it's, I think we're going to have a silly season come summer break of changeups happening. I also think we're going to have, you know, some Stockholm syndrome going on for a couple drivers. <laughs> um, it, it'll be interesting. I'm excited to kind of just go down the list. All right, well, let's do that. Let's go down team by team and we'll discuss the two drivers, their current contracts, and then what we think might happen. And I, I say we just start right at the top with old Red Bull. So we got Max Verstappen, who's under contract till the end of 2028. Yeah. Um, longest contract in the game right now. Uh, yeah, I don't, I don't think he's going anywhere. Yeah, Max is probably the only constant that is in this entire sport right now. And you'd know he's not going anywhere. Yeah, he's going to so, go in number four next year. So, or this year, I should say. It's 2024 now. This year. Yep. And next to him, we have probably the most coveted, most talked about, most desired, and at the same time feared seat in all, in all of Formula <laughs> One. This seat is like the poison chalice. It's like everybody wants to be in that hot seat or in that seat because it is so fast. It's such a good car. But then again, you're going up against an absolute psychopath. And you know your chances are probably not very in high. the ultimate pressure cooker. <laughs> yeah. Not only are you going up against Max Verstappen, you're in the ultimate pressure cooker of a team. With, yes. You know, old helmet Marco just staring from the back <laughs> of the garage. Like uh what's that Samuel Jackson meme where he's you know kind of leaned over, big eyed and staring? <laughs> That's not helmet Marco staring at you in the garage. I feel like on on the spectrum of warm and cozy you've got like williams on one side where james <laughs> val's like oh come on you'll be okay you need a we're hug. Gonna, 
yeah, like we're going to hold hands and get through this together. And on the other side, you've got Helmet Marco <laughs> wearing an Undertaker mask that's ready <laughs> to chop your head off at any moment. <laughs> Sergio yes. Perez, whose contract Perez. is up at the end of this year. It, it is. And, you know, I I don't think that Checo will be there next year. And no, I, I, I think that's. You know, the writing is on the wall. It's been said, and I think it's pretty obvious, but yeah, I don't, I don't foresee it. Not only do I don't, not only do I think that Checo's not going to be there next year. I don't think he's going to be in the sport next year. Oh, really? No, I don't. I think he, he's what? 34, 35. He's got a family. Um, he's moved around a whole lot. Um, he is technically a pay driver. Um, he's had a big Mexico big wig who's kind of funded moving him around. Um, and I just don't see there kind of being a spot for him. And it'll be interesting. There's, you know, 14, 15 contract expiring uh, this year, but I, I just, I don't see a spot. So do you think that he, it's going to be on his own accord or do you think he's going to look yeah. for a seat? I think, think he's, he's going to, yeah, I think it's going to be his choice. I'm not saying that no one's going to want him. I think that it's going to be hard for him to go down to a, a, an Alpha Romeo or uh, even Alpha Tauri. I think that that's going to be a hard transition and a step down. And I, I think he's going to ride off into the sunset. Yeah. I Honestly, I think I, I've gone both ways over the season, the course of this last season. And I think it really depends on his performance this year. So I think that even if he has a great, a stellar year, I don't think he's going to be retained at Red Bull. Mm -hmm. But if he does have a good year, I could foresee him kind of maybe wanting to continue riding that high and look somewhere else. If he has a bad year where he's just getting beat down, I think he's just going to be like, you know what? I'm done. That's enough. Yeah. Um, but then again, like you said, I don't know. I mean, I think there are some teams and once we get down to some of the other the other teams and their drivers, I think there is going to be room for him should he want it because he is a decent driver. And like you said, he does come with a lot of money. And yeah. for those that don't know what a pay driver means, it's just a driver that has a large financial backing or sponsor that brings a lot of money to the table with that driver, no matter what team they go to. So it makes them very attractive to teams that, you know, maybe don't have the budget as some of the bigger teams. But if you're Checo um, and Haas want you, are you going to Haas? And that's kind of where I, what I was like, alluding to. Yeah, I don't know. I do want to point out in Checo's defense, I watched a really cool video over the break of a guy that took the time to remove Max Verstappen from the 2023 season. Said he didn't, wasn't there at all. How does the season actually shake out? There's like there have been six different Grand Prix winners. Um, it's been a couple of weeks now, so I don't remember all the details. I know that uh, Alonzo would have led the Drivers' Championship after Monaco, but Sergio Perez would have ended up being world champion and would have led the Drivers' Championship for like 75% of the year. So like, even if you, you know remove the outlier that is Max, and we all think that Sergio had a really bad 2023, if Max wasn't there, he would have won the world champion. Yeah, and I think that's just looking at it straight by the numbers, too. But if Max wasn't there, he probably would have been in a better mental headspace mm -hmm. as well. And, you know, who knows what that would have done to his performance. But so, yeah, I think Sergio so. is a good driver. I don't think he's a great. I don't think he's going to be a world champion ever, unfortunately, for him. Um, right. We'll see what happens. Yep. All right. So that's Red Bull. We got Max Verstappen not yeah. going anywhere. And that second seat. We'll see uh, who we think will be there once we get a little bit further down, I'm sure. Lewis Hamilton. A lot of, 
A lot of rumors. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> Lots of rumors been, been swirling around who it might be. But let's move on to the Scuderia Ferrari, which this one's been a big question mark all season for me. And I, I've, I'm saddened by what I think is going to go on here. <laughs> what do you so, think is going to happen, Kurt? So technically, we have both Charles Leclerc and Carlos Sainz. Their contracts are ending in 2024. Now, there's a bunch of rumors swirling earlier uh, or pretty late on in the season about Charles Leclerc signing a multi-year deal deal with different stipulations, whatever. But officially, whether that happened or not, officially, his contract is listed till the end of 2024. Um, So I think Charles Leclerc is loyal to a fault i don't yeah, think he's too. going anywhere he's been beat down so much that i just i don't i like you said earlier stockholm syndrome i don't think he's leaving i don't think he is either it's also hard because like short of it'd be interesting right like at red bull Checo leaves Leclerc moves to red bull that could be a really fun pairing but i don't see that happening um and where else do you go I mean, right. Ferrari, for all of the issues they have, they seem to be making positive moves in the right direction, albeit slowly, but they do have a fast car. Um, it, it's so I don't know. I, I don't I don't know where he would go. Exactly. I think for Charles Leclerc to go anywhere would be a complete gamble speculation, and he could very easily wind up being a Fernando Alonso at that point. And like. Honestly, the only places earlier in the season I said in, I was like, I see him going to Aston Martin, replacing Lance Stroll there, which would be exciting, but it's kind of a gamble. I mean, Aston Martin came out very strong this year. Are they going to be able to continue that? They're still an upstart. They're still on the 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 rise, maybe. Um, Ferrari is Ferrari. And so you're taking a huge potentially step back by leaving that team. Uh, so yeah, I think you know, as much as I wanted to see him go somewhere else, the whole Max Verstappen partnering that to me, that would be entertaining for the fans. I think that would be a career ender for, for Charlotte Claire. Um, I think it would be a never, bad move by Red Bull. I mean, oh, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. It's going to, it's going to cause issues. You don't want to piss off Max too much. You want Max being nice and happy. And then that number two driver being a good, you know, wingman supporting him. So yeah, I don't see that going on there. And we've kind of talked about it historically, just to wrap it up on the max thing, like the the teams that have won round after round have had a clear number one and a clear number two. Yeah. Um, Mercedes is the only one that kind of broke that for a little while. And there were so many fireworks going on there that it was phenomenal for the fans. But as a team, I was like, yeah, yeah. this is why you don't have two number one drivers. And so I, that's another reason I don't think Leclerc will go there. You can't have two number ones. True. That's 100% right. All right, so let's move on to his spicy compatriot, or I guess not his spicy partner there, Carlos Sainz, also ending at the end of 2024. This, is a, this one's a tough one for me. I go back and forth on Carlos. I think it's going to be very dependent on how the season goes. Like I think Carlos is going to make a decision come summer, and it's going to be super dependent on how the season's going. If Ferrari comes out like they did in the 2022 season where they were winning races, like it wasn't until, you know, middle end of 2022 that they really started falling apart, but you know, if they come out strong, Carlos would be kind of crazy to jump ship. Again, where do you go? Um, I definitely don't see him going to Red Bull. 
Uh, no. The only yeah, other option I could back. really think about that we've heard rumor mills about was Alfa Romeo when they become Audi in 26. I could see that being an option for signs, but I'm, if I'm sitting in Ferrari, I'm not, I, I'm going to play that out a little bit longer. Yeah. Yeah. I think that he's kind of started to kind of take the reins and kind of steer his own little ship within Ferrari as much as he can. I think that was the best thing he could have done because if you're just at the mercy of the team and of Ferrari, you saw they were putting him on the back burner. They were giving him the less uh, advantageous strategies and things like that and clearly favoring Charlotte Claire. Yeah. And so I think since he started kind of taking matters into his own hands, he's kind of started doing a lot better. So, yeah, like you said, unless Ferrari really shits the bed again, or starts really getting, you know, making some bonehead calls on him, then I think he's going to stay as well. Yeah. But we do have, so that's both Ferraris, just because we're going to find a trend here. Both Ferraris have their drivers ending in 24. Yep. Mercedes. No, yeah. no real drama here. George and Lewis no. both go through 25. There's nothing. I mean, I don't, there's no drama here. Yeah, there's no drama there. I don't foresee anybody making a move unless George Russell gets antsy and no. is tired of, you know, not being number one. But I don't, I don't see either one of them going anywhere. Lewis Hamilton has an expiration. His his clock is ticking for his, his career. That was so. going to be my comment. Like, Lewis is solid through 25. Does he ride off into the sunset afterwards or does he keep playing? Yeah. I know every year George is like, come on, man. Just go ahead. Just retire. You've had enough, haven't you? Right? Because he's had seven long, and a half world champions. Exactly. He's probably he's probably hoping. He's like, I just let him win his eighth so he can yeah. just get out of here. Because he knows as long as Lewis is there, that will be Lewis's team. Yes. You know, Lewis built that team on his back, and they're not like Mercedes is loyal. They're not gonna ditch Lewis. Yeah. But once he gets out of the way, then George can have his time. But it's just how long does George have to wait for that? Yeah. So Mercedes said and done, easy. Alpine. Esteban oh. Ocon and Pierre Gasly, both of which are going out in 2024. Contracts end in 2024. This team has the biggest chance of implosion and just going down in a blaze of glory every weekend. And this is no different right here. I don't, I totally disagree, man. Ryan Reynolds is now owning the team. <laughs> it's, they're going to turn it around. They're going to, it's going to be, they're going to be the new Red Bull. Hey, he turned around that soccer team, didn't he? So maybe, <laughs> maybe he's got the magic touch. All right, so these guys, man, you got Estevan Ocon, who I have never been, been a fan, fan of Estevan Ocon. Honestly, I don't foresee. I I don't I I really don't think he's going to be around uh, at the end of this year. Um, I don't think he'll be in the sport. Honestly, I think he's going to ride off. He's got too much attitude. I mean, he's just an, a mediocre. To mediocre to decent. I mean, he does have a Grand Prix win, albeit not really on merit. Um, but he just comes with too much baggage. I mean, I don't. Re no one's ever vying for Ocon. Like, I, I just, yeah, I totally agree with you. Yeah, he's. And if you think about it, I didn't think about it till you just said it. He's always had some sort of conflict and controversy going around. Even you know they're not even doing that well, and there's always something like. Him getting in that shoving match with Max Verstappen, uh, what was it, Brazil a couple years back. And then the whole controversy between him and, and yeah, Sergio Perez yep. when they were at, uh, what was it, Force India, when it was Force India at the time. Yeah, like you said, he's always got some sort of controversy and baggage with him. 
for a driver. And he's not a good enough driver to have that much. Max has exactly. controversy and baggage with out. him, but he wins. So, exactly. Yeah. You're allowed to be a diva when you're <laughs> Max Verstappen <laughs> winning three straight championships. So, yeah, I agree with you. Pierre Gasly, uh, he's not my favorite, but I don't mind him. He's, he's kind of just quintessentially French on the French team. And, <laughs> like, I just, He's just not my favorite, but I don't really have anything against Gasly. I kind of want to root for him. I would like him to do well. I don't really see him leaving Alpine, especially if Ocon leaves. Yeah, for sure. If Ocon's leaving and Pierre can be the leader in that team, I think he'll stay, especially if they are making you know, progress in the right direction. Because Gasly is at that kind of cusp of his career where his contract's ending. He just made a move, but now do you jump ship again? Do you kind of do like Danny Ricardo when he went to Renault or, you know, keep bringing it up. Fernando Alonso as many times yeah. as he did that he's in danger of making one wrong move and ending his career. And if we look at the 2022 season, Alpine was in the mix for best of the rest. They were vying between them and McLaren between third and fourth place this year. Not so much. I went down kind of a F1 engine rabbit hole the other night and found out that the Alpine, the rental engine in the back of that Alpine is about 25 horsepower down on the other three manufacturers. So they're really pushing to be able to bring that horse because, you know, all the engine, all engine performance upgrades are, are frozen, but reliability is allowed to be addressed. But they're really pushing to say, hey, let us bring our horsepower up to the rest of the field. And if they did that, they might go back to 2022 kind of best of the rest. I mean, they, they've got moments of competition in there. I think Gasly would be crazy to leave if, Al, if, if Ocon is leaving. Yeah, and I think I attribute a lot of their underperformance this year to a lot of the infighting that was going on between and the lack of the, a management team. Exactly. Boss. Yeah, <laughs> and that's exactly what it was, you know. And now that most of them have been wiped out and they've brought in new leadership to the team, they have a good chance of of turning it around and at least you know being a solid midfield team. So I think Gasly sticks around. I think Esteban Ocon's gone. Boom! There it is, McLaren. <laughs> McLaren. These boys ain't going anywhere, man. Where you would be stupid Where are you going? McLaren right now. Exactly. You got Lando Norris, whose contract goes through the end of 25. Oscar goes through the end of 2026. Two of the most exciting drivers. The only issue I could see happening here is you get two drivers both vying for that number one spot, and it winds up being a Rosberg and Hamilton all over again. But we still got a, a couple years until that happens. Yeah, Piastri's got to learn his race pace. I think that this is going to be a fun year. I could see Piastri getting a win this year. That McLaren's getting quicker and more competitive. They close the gap to Red Bull. I could see Norris and Piastri getting their wins this year. Um, hopefully, Norris gets his first. Just for <laughs> I hope so. Please, I hope so. But uh, <laughs> but uh, it'll be fun. Oscar's got a lot to learn. I think if I was Zach Brown, I'd be telling him, "You are number two. Norris, Norris will get favor." You know, but hey, you need to learn. Yeah. Go get a win. Go, you know, we're not going to mistreat you, but you were number two. And I think if they play that game, it's going to be a fun season. Oh, yeah, for sure. All right. Alfa Romeo, the most forgettable team on the grid. I don't know who their team principal is, 
It was it staked F1 Formula Alpha Sauber BMW. <laughs> yeah. They, they, they're going for the longest name in F1 history. And then they're like, just kidding. We're going to go to the drawing board. And then they come back. We're like, we're stake F1. <laughs> it's yeah. like, why did you just do that from the beginning? <laughs> I am excited, though. I'm excited to see the new livery because from all the, the promo things they're putting out, I think it's going to be black and green. Mm. And which I think are pretty cool, you know, color combos. So we'll see what happens there. But anything to spice talk, them up, anything to spice I, the team anything, up. <laughs> please. Their their car looked really good this year. I thought it was like a classic, beautiful livery, but yeah. it was just so anonymous. The yeah. team's so anonymous. It was so and forgettable. Speak. All right, so let's talk about the one piece of spice they have, which is Valtteri Bottas's mullet and mustache. Mm. And that's going to be ending at the end of 2025. I thought his ended this year, but he has one more year on his contract. And after that, I think he's out of the sport. Honestly, he's just yeah, he's kind of riding off the sunset. Like he's yeah, he's not doing anything, and he's doing other stuff. Like he's very clearly out enjoying life and doing other things. And you see him doing a little bit of rally cross, and you see him over here doing this. And uh, he's hanging out in the States. And yeah, I mean, I just, he's living out the last couple of years of his contract. And I agree. I think he's out of that. Yeah. Honestly, yeah. Now that you say it, like he's, I've been watching, you know, from social media, he actually was on a podium again because he won a bike race, a gravel cycling race in Montana or something like that. And yeah. I think at this point, Formula One is holding him back from his hobbies. And so he'll be happily just riding off into the sunset at the end of his contract. And then yep. we got Zhou Guan Yu, who's ending at the end of 2024. What do you think is going to happen there? You know, kind of interesting. I don't know. I like. I feel like this is a ton of... He's the only Chinese driver on the grid, and I think that China really wants to stay a part of this, so I think that he probably brings a lot of backing. Um, I... It's such a forgettable car. It's kind of hard to judge Joe Guan Yu. I mean, Joe's most memorable moment is being upside down at Silverstone. Um, True. I don't know. I, I just, unless Alfa Romeo is just, there's no one else that wants to move to them. I, he'll probably stick around, but I don't know. He's a hard one for me. I, I don't foresee his contract getting extended here. And no, I think that with, uh, Aston Martin, or I'm sorry, with uh, Audi coming in, I think they're going to want to kind of start fresh. And I don't think either Zhou Guan Yu or Valtteri Bottas is part of that plan. To we me, enter not. Antonio Giovinazzi. Oh, my goodness. I, <laughs> hey, he's I a Laman winner. I always now. said, I, yeah, but I always said he was the most forgettable man in Formula <laughs> One. He, is like the poster child of just going to a different series and doing well. Just stay there. You don't need to come back and yeah. underperform in Formula One again. Um, but yeah, I think, you know, with all the rumors where them talking about maybe bringing Nico Hulkenberg over, which I could see, you know, German driver, German team. Yeah. But I don't think Valtteri Bottas and Joe Guan Yu are part of that equation. So I see both of them being gone at the end of their contracts. Who's going to replace him? I don't know. Uh, I, I could see the... Uh, the Nico Hulkenberg and yeah. the other one, you know, maybe they bring up a rookie. I honestly, I'm not sure. Okay. All right. A fun one. Aston Martin. We got Fernando Alonso end <laughs> of 2024 and Lance Stroll kind of sort of end of 2024. Yep. I think Fernando Alonso is going to be on 
you know, the every year just sign another year long contract deal. Yeah. I don't think he's going anywhere. I think, I think Aston Martin would be stupid to not resign Alonzo. And I think Alonzo, we've seen it. He's having a resurgence, a midlife crisis, and he's having way too much fun right now. Yeah. So he's not going anywhere. He's living his best years. Yeah. He's not going anywhere. He brings Stroll. a ton to the business. Like Aston yeah. Martin's stock has skyrocketed because everyone loves uh, Fernando. Like yeah. now, <laughs> now, yeah, he went from being the Darth Vader of the sport to one of the most beloved drivers. <laughs> like, <laughs> you know, it's funny is everybody talks about you know you, you stay the hero long enough or live long enough as the hero to see yourself become the villain. Normally, that's where the story. You die end. the hero or live long enough to become the villain. Right, yeah, and normally that's where the stories end, but apparently if you just, it's a cycle, if you just live long enough as the villain, you come back as the hero again, so, and I think that's what he's doing right now, so he's not going anywhere, you'd have no. to drag him out of that car right now. Lance Stroll, he's got to go. Lance Stroll, yeah, Lance, he's Lance gotta is gone. He's got to go. I, and, I, I, yeah, I think, and we've talked about it a lot this year, financially he's costing the team money, he's he starts doing so bad where it gets so loud and then he'll have a weekend where he'll be like, put it up in, in Q3 and, you know, have a decent performance enough to kind of quiet all the naysayers a little bit. But I think he needs to leave. And I think that uh, he'll be out of here at the end of 2024. I would hope that he was already out, but I don't think so. I think he'll be here. He's next bad year. for the sport as a whole. Like, I he think is. he's just uh, the dumpy. I can't stand his face. <laughs> I just oh god he pisses me off i hope he's gone i hope yeah. i hope we have another cycling accident preseason and never see him drive again oh jesus <laughs> i won't go that far but i think at the end of 2024 he will be gone as well and let him go off in either race indy Le Mans or mario kart play tennis whatever, whatever he else he wants to do go just... snowboarding start a rap career i don't know what he wants to do just please leave f1 <laughs> all right all right we'll On wrap that Haas. one up <laughs> <laughs> oh Haas. We, we got, got nico and k mag out in 24 yep i think i i see both of these guys leaving the team i see nico going somewhere else probably sauber and i see kevin magnuson going home you think so i can see kevin re-upping with haas I mean, you know what? Maybe if Nico's like, hey, I'm out, they might want to keep Kevin there for another year just for a little continuity because, yeah. you know, we saw what happened last time. They got two fresh drivers in. You had Mazepin and Schumacher, and that w went down in a ball of flames. <laughs> a literal ball bad. of flames at times. <laughs> um. So, yeah, so maybe if Nico's like, hey, I'm out, they'll be like, all right, K-Mag, we need you. You know, stick around for another year. Um. But, I but at most, we're talking a one-year extension for K-Mag. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Yeah, I don't think Nico will be there in 2025 whatsoever. I don't know. Man, is Haas going to be there in 2025? I don't know. Actually, I saw something recently, and I was always talking about how I don't understand why Gene Haas keeps dumping money into this team. But I, I saw somebody who broke down the financials of Formula One and the amount of money that he paid for that team back when they came onto the grid in mm. was it the mid-2010s has appreciated so much because of formula one's rise in popularity that even if he's sinking money into this team 
his stock has risen so much that he could sell the team for a huge windfall at this point. And so yeah. it's kind of just like riding that increase in valuation until it makes sense to sell. Um, so, I mean, I, I could see, you know, maybe somebody will come in and make him an offer he can't refuse, or maybe he just keeps putting money into it because at the end of the day, it's still appreciating. Yep. I mean, Haas is a weird one just by itself. Yeah. Um, all right, Alpha Tauri. We got Yuki Sonoda and Danny Rick ending in 2024. I I think Yuki is going to replace Lance Stroll. Ooh. And honestly, only because that Honda of engine in the back. That Honda engine and Yuki's ties with Honda, which brought him into Alpha Tauri to begin with. Um, so I could see that. And then Liam Danny, Lawson and Danny. Liam Lawson and somebody. I don't, and I think it's all in Danny's hands. If Danny is able to have a solid, consistent performance this year, he'll find himself in that Red Bull seat again. Um, if he does not and he's kind of underperforming, he'll find himself in that Alpha Tower again. Uh, it's, you know, choose your own adventure, Danny. It's up to you, buddy. The pressure's yeah. on. Um, yeah, I but. Do. I do think that uh, uh, Liam Lawson will be the first one to replace whoever leaves. Yeah, I totally agree. It's going to be hard for Liam, I think, for sitting out another year after doing a really, really good job for, what, four races? Yeah. Um, But I think he's probably being guaranteed a seat, and that might be worth it to wait another year. Yeah, he's kind of, you know, he's got his his golden ticket. It's like, you'll be here. Yeah. Just wait again. And he's like, oh, I've been waiting for four years already. Yeah. <laughs> and last and certainly not least, we not have anymore. the warm hug hug filled team <laughs> of Williams. Where oh. Alex Albon and somehow <laughs> Logan Sargent <laughs> kept a seat uh, for another year. That's I know you were st- like staunchly opposed to Logan Sargent State. He did awful. <laughs> he did awful. I love having an American there, but not one that crashes out 10 <laughs> out of the 23 races and finishes 20 uh, in the other ones. Like, look, he, to be fair, he crashed the car because the car sucked. The car could only go straight. So they have to drive it on the ragged edge to get any performance out. So he was trying to get every ounce that he could. And unfortunately, a bit. Yeah, Albon didn't have that trouble. Albon, okay, well, you're right, but Albon's also a veteran driver. He's a good driver. <laughs> I agree. I'm, I'm, trying, I was, I'm trying to find a way to make it. It's, I hope he does a lot better this year. I really yeah. do. But he kind of, to me, has that, you know, Schumacher, my, Mick Schumacher had so much coming into the sport behind him. Everyone was supportive. And it was just bad. And you're just like, okay, like, like I want you to do well, but you're not showing any signs of improvement at this point. Like, <laughs> yeah, true. I all right. So, do you think that he? Do you foresee him stepping it up enough to keep his seat for 2025? I don't know. Maybe I hope so. I hope so, Mike. I guess my question is: in the Williams world. What is stepping it up enough to keep your seat? I mean, good God, how long did Latifi keep his seat? 
like a long time, a long <laughs> time. Like what are, what is the print? Like if Logan scores a point on merit, he gets to keep his seat. Like what's, what's the yeah. boundaries here? Like, I don't know, man. I, I hope that he has a, a more well-rounded car where he has the opportunity to, and then we could really see, be like, all right, if you're still not scoring points in this new car, maybe it's time to move on. The deck is stacked against him. I think there's a lot of pressure on him, and we're going to find out quickly. Welcome to the pinnacle of motorsports. The deck is stacked against everyone here. Like, Yeah, exactly. So you need to put up or shut up. You know, and Look who Nick Latifi found, or I'm not Nick Latifi, Nick DeVries found that out last year. He got in and quickly was not performing and found his ass out. Yeah. Uh, so I think Logan, he'll have the entire year, but he's going to have to do good. Um, Consistently. I don't know. I that's I a know. I that's a question mark for me. I can't call that one either way. Albon. Alex Albon has really done a wonderful job this past year. Um and I don't think he's going anywhere. No. Uh, he's not going anywhere. I think if he wanted to, he could have the opportunity to go to some pretty big teams. Yep. Uh but man, I don't know. I'm not leaving that Williams team right now. They fully support Alex. They are on the up and come like the come up. They're definitely coming up. James Vowles is exciting. awesome. Oh, for sure. He's my favorite team principal by far right now. Yeah. For shizzle. I like him. Uh, yeah. If I'm album, I'm not going anywhere. He did do that interview recently. Um, I'm, we've kind of watched snippets of it and I was, I don't think it was the best foot forward for Alex, but he kind of just, I thought really said that he was going to be a good midfield driver. It didn't sound to me in any way, shape or form like he'd ever be a a world champion. It didn't, it didn't sound like he had the thoughts that he could, a lot of excuses while he was at Red Bull. And um, I didn't think it was a great interview for him, but he's doing a great job. And I do think he has the ability to be a great midfield driver. Yeah. Yeah, I think so, too. I think that, uh, you know, he just sticks it out there and does well. Yep. That is a wrap. So, in summary, for 2024, contracts going out. We have Perez, Leclerc, Sainz, Ocon, Gasly, Joe, Alonzo, Stroll, Hulk, K-Mag, Zenoda, Danny, Albon, Sargent. That's all of the Ferrari team, Alpine, Alpine, Aston, Haas, Alphatari, and Williams. All coming due <laughs> this year. The only ones not are Russell Hamilton, Norris, and Botas, who have through 25, Piastri in 26, and Max in 28. That's it. Man, this year is gonna be wild. I think it's it's gonna start early because it it has to. There's so much going on. People are already in talks right now. I think silly season is gonna start shortly after the season starts. I don't know. I think it's going to be like a 2021 season where you got to wait for that first domino to fall. And it's going to come right around summer break. <laughs> and then it's going to be pure, pure anarchy. Oh, yeah. You know, once it does, everybody's just going to be just great. It's like this, the ship is sinking. Everybody's like trying to get that last little piece of dryness. Yep. Everybody's going to be, you know, chomping at the bit and announcing things at that point. Who's and Drive to Survive is just going to be standing on the sidelines. Yeah, <laughs> they're going to be there with all their boom mics. Like, oh, salivating. I think Man. last year I made it my furthest into Drive to Survive at like four episodes. I can't believe that. When it comes out, I binge watch the whole thing. 
I love it. It is so dramatized. I just can't. I can't. I love it. (laughs) Well, man, we are almost halfway through the break, I think. I don't have the numbers in front of me, but it feels like it's been forever, but I think we're about halfway through the break. Um, And we're finally back healthy, so we should be putting out pods every week. Hopefully, unless another mysterious illness comes down, you're next though. I'm good. I think. I think I got a little bit of. I don't know. I think you got. Built you, up. You're you're about five to one on mine. <laughs> uh, but anyways, if you guys like this podcast, please make sure to leave us a rating, review, and share it with a friend. I think that's gonna be it for this week. So unless you got anything else, Dylan, stay classy, uh, America. Well, uh, we'll see you next time. I almost forgot what to say. It's been a while. <laughs> <laughs>